0: What is up, my ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the one and only WAN show. We've got a fantastic show for you guys today. We've actually got a lot to cram into the show. Intel yes. just announced 7 nanometer delays. I mean, they're barely shipping 10 nanometer. And 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 now they're talking about delays on 7... Holy smokes, they lost 16% of their stock value. Holy shnikes. Uh, yeah, in other news and t has apparently been scaring customers into buying new phones. It's a, uh, it's a,
1: it's a good tactic.
0: yeah what does that even what does that even mean?
1: It's, it's, a, it's, it's a very high level uh, movement high level business decisions freak out your customers good move. Uh, Nvidia considers acquiring arm, which could be a very interesting uh, like chess piece against some other companies and uh, a, over a thousand databases have been nuked just deleted entirely, with the only calling card remaining afterwards just being meow.
0: Ouch, kitty got claws. All right, let's roll that intro. This this should be a good one. I mean, meanwhile, Apple is sued for refusing to help iTunes gift card scam victims. There is so much to work through here today, so let's not waste any more time. Apparently I'm really quiet. Uh I call lies. I call lies on that. Okay, go ahead. Hit me.
1: Testing. One, two,
0: three, four. Yeah, you're touch quiet. Uh, Let me see how I can fix that. Maybe I could do this. All right. All right. Hit me again, Luke. Testing. One, two, three, four. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're very loud now. They're very loud now. Nobody will complain about your quietness at this point in time. (laughs) All right, so the original poster on the forum of the Intel 7 nanometers delay story is illegal water and also vegetable stew. Uh, This is real rough. During their Q2 2020 earnings call this week, Intel announced that it has now delayed the rollout of 7 nanometer CPUs by six months relative to their previously planned release date. Uh, yields for their 7 nanometer process are now 12 months behind the company's internal targets Um, so I guess that means they must have had like a 6 month buffer compared for their their public release versus their internal targets and they have chewed through all of it and then some and if you guys recall part of Intel's story around the 10 nanometer delays was hey guys here's the plan we're going to fast track 7 nanometer so that uh, you know yeah, this 10 nanometer delay won't happen so much. We're just gonna kinda we're just gonna kinda move move past it. Um not so much. Now both 10 and 7 nanometer have been delayed substantially. So they're saying now that their 7 nanometer CPUs will not de- debut on the market until late 2022 or early 2023. Ooh. Oh. Here's the craziest part. Luke, did you ever think you would live to see the day that Intel would consider using a third-party foundry? Third-party foundry, no. A third-party foundry.
1: I knew exactly where you're going with that, and no, not at all. That's, me neither. I, that is the most surprising part of this whole conversation.
0: As as the, hold on, hold on. What? It, what I think it was Jerry Sanders, the uh, where, third. Where's that foundries? quote? Real men have fabs was what Jerry Jerry Sanders uh, AMD founder Jerry Sanders lobbed against rivals. Um, now obviously um, it's a little dated. yeah, obviously AMD doesn't use their own foundries anymore uh, so and Jerry Jerry Sanders to be clear was the founder of AMD, not Intel. Uh, Jerry Sanders the third. Um, but I think Intel has definitely still taken that approach. And yet yeah. here we are. The contingency plan is to use third-party foundries. Oh, so I,
1: I, yeah, I I I still feel like long-term they'll move back away from it. I, I feel like it's a we are we have been falling and we are gaining speed in a downward direction, and we need something to try to swoop us back up. And I th- and I think once they stop just like i just said gaining speed in a downward direction like they have been for years at this point can i just say Um, i love
0: that gaining (laughs) speed in a downward direction
1: (laughs) um i I i think they'll move back to just their own fabs eventually but it might be quite a while so
0: well as long as they don't have process leadership what else are they supposed to do they have to stay competitive So, allegedly, they're going to be using third party foundries for the chiplets or tiles in their forthcoming 7 nanometer GPUs called Ponte Vecchio. I don't know what language that is, so hopefully I didn't butcher the accent too bad. And then their first 7 nanometer server CPUs, Granite Rapids, are now supposed to arrive in 2023. That's a year late. Meanwhile, AMD's roadmap outlines 5 nanometer Genoa processors coming before the end of 2022. I do want to interrupt this broadcast to bring you a bit of a a reality flash. Just because one manufacturer says this is our seven nanometer process and another says this is our five nanometer process, does not necessarily mean that that five nanometer process actually has greater transistor density than the seven nanometer one. So if you look, I mean, really, I would love to see us transition just to transistor density as opposed to some arbitrary measurement. We did a really great tech quickie, uh, probably about a couple months ago now, that went through the different methods that chip manufacturers have used to measure how many nanometers a processor is. Like it used to be it was just the gate length. But then what happened was it was able to shrink more than other essential features of the transistor. And so even though you had these much smaller gates, the actual transistor density on the silicon was not higher. So they switched to, well, okay, now let's measure it this way. So it's it's not like this sort of fixed way of 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 measuring the, the density of a chip. I, I really wish that everyone would use something kind of similar. But um, to be clear... Intel ain't leading the pack anymore, however you'll want to measure it um, if this if this comes to fruition. And it looks like yeah. investors have reacted to that news. I mean, this is from uh, July 24th, one thirty two p.m. So this is from four hours ago, and they had already dropped 16% today. I'm just going to have a look at Intel stock. Uh, uh, as far as I know, it's
1: now 16%.
0: Okay, so oh, it looks like... Um, it's uh oh has it closed for the day i can never remember like when it closes yeah it's a, it's an after hours trading apparently it's up a, a touch but uh it still ain't a ain't a good look for intel right now because the thing too is Intel's trying to transition to be you know we want to be more than just a cpu company right like they want to be a, a semiconductor company well fun fact if you want to be a semiconductor company not just a cpu company you still need cutting edge you know manufacturing capabilities so that's that's real that's real awkward right there right now
1: yeah, yeah and not not that it's like super important with the current conversation ponte vecchio which i am 100 percent certain i just butchered is a bridge in italy
0: thank you for that yeah now everyone knows at least those people who are clever enough to watch the wan show every week they know <laughs> oh big brain uh, all right, so Intel's first seven nanometer processors are now scheduled to debut for either laptops or desktops in twenty twenty one q two. Man, they're gonna oh man, this is gonna be rough. <sighs> like if if you're one of the people who's still cheering for Intel, um, man, when when Zen three hits later this year, AMD, meanwhile, has confirmed yet again uh, those rumors that were're delaying Zen three, not true. We are launching Zen three this year. Um, Zen three is rumored to have a significant performance uplift compared to Zen two. I don't know what they're gonna do. They they might start to do some crazy stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like to yep. be clear, even Zen three, it's not like Intel isn't still gonna have a competitive performing product. Where they're gonna run into trouble is their costs because AMD's chiplet design is so economical. Not to mention that if AMD gets a node out ahead of them, it's not just going to be more economical because chiplets. It could be more economical just because the die sizes can be so much smaller. Like, it's, boy, is it is that ever going to be a rough, rough freaking ride? Like, I don't even know. What would you do? Okay, Luke, I know too much, so I can't speculate. But you can. What would you do if you're Intel and you're like, your cost is higher than your competitor and you are slightly behind. You know, that's what I'm expecting when Zen 3 launches. I'm expecting them to be slightly behind in raw performance with significantly worse power consumption and therefore heat output. What do you do? Uh,
1: I don't know. They're in such a rough spot. Uh, I think personally that I would almost sit on my laurels. Pick a few chips, try to find a way to make them as cheaply as possible, make them cheaper on the market and look for wins with those chips. Like, okay, this chip is going to be like the best for 95% of, or 99%, if we're being honest, like gamers, like all gamers, this chip is going to be the best for like 99% of office users. They're not. They're not the most fancy. Maybe it's a four core. Most games still don't really care beyond that.
0: But go go value. Yeah. The thing. The problem is that AMD can, and like Zen
1: four is going to show yeah. up, and you're still going to have nothing.
0: <sighs> like AMD so is like, going to be able I, to react to totally... that. Like, what if AMD just yeah. drops their price? Probably. They've got the yeah, margin. They They've got the margin to work with.
1: Yeah, they totally could. But I think at the same time, you'd hopefully be like winning hearts and minds, which is something Intel has not done for a long time. And them acting first and making AMD drop their price might do that. Instead of them being the ones that are like, yup, our extreme edition costs 500 bucks more now, get wrecked. Here's my problem get wrecked
0: you know what no 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 i don't think they i don't think they have the balls there you heard it here first i don't think they have the stones and you know why i think they're well okay i don't know maybe maybe the attitude changes today maybe the milk is treated as spilt at this point since the stock the stock price took the hit already anyway but now the disconnected
1: executives as far as i can tell um
0: Maybe they got a reality check here.
1: Maybe they just felt it in their wallets and might actually pay more attention.
0: Yeah, maybe they might do something. But here's my problem, because Intel knew. They already knew when they launched Z490, there's no way that executives hadn't already been briefed on that 7 nanometer had problems. Like, if we're finding out in an earnings call, the the, the, the people at Intel aren't hearing this for the first time unless they're a completely different business unit. Like, the, the chip guys knew. So... Why would it be then if they knew that they had nothing to fight AMD with for the next eighteen months at least? Like, hold on a second, seven nanometer CPUs, blah blah. Hold on a second. Um, God. wait a minute, seven will not debut. Okay, it looks like we've got a couple different dates in in our notes here. One of them says first seven nanometer processors twenty twenty one Q two, and another one says late twenty twenty two or early twenty twenty three. That sounds more like it. So anyway, they knew they have they knew they have nothing for two years, right? So why do they go and pull consumer unfriendly moves, like limiting the maximum memory speed on the value chipsets? If the plan was to say, okay, we need to be we need to win over consumers by being consumer friendly. Because the thing is, Intel still has oh, yeah,
1: that does not seem like the plan. But, Currently, but at all, you, but that needs to be you the plan. What I I know you asked what I would do, though, not what I think Intel would do.
0: Can I? Can we make that a bracelet? What would Intel do? <laughs>
1: what would Intel do? And it's just like the evil version.
0: <laughs> it's not even evil. It's just like it's like I you know,
1: dumb. <laughs> it's the low IQ version. It's. Like... <laughs> There's been so many moves for so long. I really wish there was a follow up. I've, I've actually mentioned this on on Wan Show a couple of times. I had I had a conversation with someone at Intel, and they asked me like how I thought they were doing in a bunch of different realms. Uh, they were talking about uh, like processors for cloud compute, which is a very different conversation than processors for gaming. But I have some insight into that due to Floatplane and all this other kind of stuff. And it's a really good conversation. And they're like, yeah, we should follow up on this. And like, I'd like to hear more like honest answers to these questions. And I think more people in the company need them. And I was like, yeah. And then there was just dead air.
0: But that's their problem is they have so many people there that care so much. Yeah, and and like that person
1: clearly did care. Yeah. But probably internally was shut down in some way. So there was like no, I don't
0: even blame them for not really following up. There was probably no point. I got the funniest DM from one Dr. Cutris You, you know Dr. Cutris right? Of course, of course. Of course. The one and only Dr. Cutris. Um, He goes, so he was clearly watching my too. my recent rant video because he, he goes, quote, stop listening to bean counters, end quote. New line, promote CFO to CEO, laughing emoji. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know there's a really
1: good quote let me see if I can find it really quick Uh...
0: it just made me laugh so hard like it's not Ian doesn't message me that much because he and I were in different time zones and like I don't know we're we're not very rarely working on like the same project at the same time f- that would give us cause for collaboration or whatever. There's no trade shows this year, so we can't go get ramen in the middle of the night or whatever. Um, so we don't, that, that's the part I miss the most for sure. I so we don't, said that we don't talk that much, but like out of, out of every time we've talked, that is the hardest I have ever laughed when I got that DM just out of nowhere in the middle of the afternoon. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much
1: i just (sighs) thought of a pretty interesting idea you should host like a round table a live like a live stream that's just like a round table of tech minds. of tech what tech minds but like a a, like zoom meeting round table of tech minds
0: i mean that's kind of what the wan show was supposed to be with like guests and stuff we could kind of try and do that again do you want to bring guests on the show again i'd be interested yeah like we're,
1: we're not having these like internal among tech people conversations because we're not going to these shows and having those ramen meetings yeah which is a good way to describe it so i think i think that could be pretty cool
0: oh people are asking which ian um ian is dr dr ian cutris uh dr. from Anontech yes. and also i really think he needs to rename this i don't think it's great branding but um you know he's more he's more of like a tech mind and less of like a branding mind i suppose Uh, His YouTube channel is Tech Tech Potato. Uh, He recently (laughs) leveled up his thumbnail game and he went from doing like 800 views a video to like 8,000 views a video and yeah yeah see he's (laughs) they all they all give in in the end do you see uh do you see what was it snazzy doing like sponsored vacuum videos now so great yeah Yeah, welcome welcome to the welcome to the squad everybody falls um (laughs) i was just the first anyway so
1: i want to get through this just before we we get too far away from it
0: yeah you mentioned
1: the the promote CFO to CEO position laugh emoji <laughs> thing. So whether you like it or not, there's a quote from Elon Musk that I've always really liked. Um, the path to the CEO's office should not be through the CFO's office and it should not be through the marketing department. It needs to be through engineering and design. 100%. 100%.
0: Especially
1: in that type of company. I'm sure there are some companies where like, no, it's literally just a marketing company. Yeah. It should not necessarily be that way. If you're a creative agency,
0: you should have a marketer. Then, but I think that's what he means, yeah. though, is whoever is sitting in the CEO's office should have the expertise that or should have expertise in that company's core business. And, you know, Tesla, I don't care what kind of engineer you put in the CEO's office, software engineer, hardware engineer. You could make the argument either way for what kind of a company they are, a software or hardware company. They're both so i don't care what kind of engineer it is but it should absolutely i mean they literally as a policy don't market i mean they market yeah. but not in they, not in a conventional sense in different way yeah in very different ways yes so putting putting some some mba you know friggin', you know mba mill graduate in there who all they know how to do is pump the stock price that that's not how you build a good fundamental business. You have to actually understand what you're doing. So yeah, if you work at some creative agency, sure. You could have a marketing person sitting in the CEO's office. Why not? Because that's literally all you do. If you're a YouTube company like we are, you should have someone who actually lives and breathes it. Like I remember talking to, uh, I was actually talking to my wife about this. I was like, well, if I die, you know, what's the plan? And she's like, "I I feel like I would have a really hard time, you know, fulfilling those ceo duties because there's things that you know you get your hands dirty with that i haven't touched and you've been doing it for 12 years and i'm like yeah but we need to do something so you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk about the plan there is a plan i I don't like dwelling on it too much because you know it's like every time i talk about like wills and succession and like all that kind of stuff it makes me all down so i don't want to do that but um these are the kinds of conversations we've had to have. And these are the sorts of things that we've had to be aware of is that you have to fundamentally understand all aspects of the business if you want to be CEO. And if you don't get engineering, you shouldn't be the CEO of Intel. Now, I don't know if their CFO has some engineering experience that I'm you know, not privy to. Um, I would imagine that being at a company like Intel, you'd pick up a thing or two here and there. I mean, I've learned more about cameras and film than I could okay, have yeah. ever cared to know, just hanging out with Brandon all day. You're a small company, though, and you hang out with Brandon all day. And I've heard Those stories about big, Intel that would lead me to believe that that might not be the case. Yes. <sighs> like, I won't I won't name them. I think I've told this story on the WAN show before, but uh, prominent streamer, I remember having a conversation with this person, uh, where they were asked yeah. last minute to go give a presentation. Do you, do you have you heard this story directly from the source, yes. right? Uh, I was just going to say, wonderful guy too. Wonderful guy, guy. Wonderful <laughs> guy. Can you tell this story so I can take a couple more bites of my noodles here? Uh, I think I can tell it accurately. So he was, he was asked
1: to uh, go to Intel and have a meeting with Intel C-level employees. So, so chief of whatever um, type employees uh, and explain to them why their product is actually like why gamers even care at all because they didn't know and i think people internally at the company were like frustrated with trying to explain it for so long so they tried to hire an outside source to come and explain it and, the and best as far part... as my understanding goes he like yeah did a pretty good job and thinks he did a pretty good job but doesn't really think that they took anything away from him.
0: the best part is uh he told me that at one point one of them kind of put their hand up and interrupted and was like so you're saying that like this game streaming like the higher performance of our product you're using the better and he's like yes <laughs> i forgot that part that's the, really best, part. That's the yeah. best part. that's the best part that's the best part of the story and um oh yeah okay yeah youtube chats like bob swan is a careers uh hold on a career and a career cfo with an mba education all right well there you go see i would hope i would hope that at a company like intel you would try to you try to spend enough time talking to engineers that you could at least understand their challenges and their pain points you know what makes them tick what makes them <laughs> talk you know uh <laughs> You got to talk to them to see what makes them tick. That's funny. I'm a funny guy. Oh, boy. Anyway. Oh, boy. Um, and that's something that you can do. You can do as an executive that has an education in another space. But you have to force yourself to do it. You can't just bury yourself in financials all day. The good news is, you know, public company, they have to file these earnings reports and all that. You know, eventually if they if they don't invest in the fundamentals of the business which is just so you're aware if you're watching making great processors um if you don't invest in the fundamentals of the business it will eventually bite you because you will have to admit that things are not going well yeah (sighs) And like yeah
1: i don't
0: know yeah intel says i think i think part of
1: part of the problem too is when you have those like super segmented things like like to bring up the Brandon example which i think is a pretty good example you're saying you're, you exist around brandon long enough and you're just gonna know things about cameras totally and you're probably gonna start to care about them because Absolutely. like when you're when you're around someone that, that that is that passionate about effectively anything you're probably going to get some of that well
0: you can't get him to shut up
1: yeah and you know? like he'll be so driven about it yep that you'll like see some article about something and you'll see like what he was talking about mentioned in the article, and suddenly you start to care well, and like, enthusiasm you start to gain some understanding. And enthusiasm stuff. enthusiasm. Yeah. is enthusiasm infectious. Enthusiasm and passion is infectious. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you're holed up as the CEO with all your marketing and CFO buddies in some office playing office golf and talking about whatever, I have no idea. I don't I don't know what that life is like. But when you do that, you're around other people that are passionate about just like marketing and money and not the the engineering and the really insane technologies that go into this stuff. You you like need that around you because that influences your leadership.
0: Can can directly. we can we just talk about golf for a minute? Like can sure. I okay, here's a here's a golf hot take, right? And to be clear, I respect the athleticism of golf. You know, sure. like Watching golf highlights is probably more mind blowing to me than like football highlights, to be honest with you. Like when I watch them sink a a chip in from like seventy yards away and literally like the flag's still in like, the hole.
1: Floats and curves and does all yeah. Yeah, like yeah.
0: literally the flag is like in the hole still because they're so far away they need it to see the hole and they get it in the hole and i'm like how is that even possible like i could hit that ball i could have a million monkeys with a million golf (laughs) clubs for a million years and none of them would ever get the ball in the hole like that it's amazing it's incredible but recreational golf can i just come out here and say that it appears to be designed to be as astronomical a waste of time as possible I
1: think I think I was uh, I was watching actually uh, nothing the like Counter Strike player and commentator and yeah. internet personality person great dude I was I so very very rarely go on Instagram but I went on Instagram because I got a notification that a couple of my buddies had posted things like real life friends and I clicked on it and brought me right away to his story and he was out golfing um, and I flipped through it pretty quickly and it was stunning. They were on the coast. It's beautiful. It was a golf course you know? all along the coast. And he just looked really relaxed. And he kept on mentioning about how, like, the scenery was great. And it just seemed like it was almost like a spa day.
0: As far as I can tell, the point of golf is to say, hey, look at me. It's the middle of the afternoon, and I have nowhere else to be and nothing better to do than spending my time accomplishing quite literally absolutely nothing. And get this, I am paying 10 times more for the privilege per year than you make in 10. I th- As far as I can tell, that's the whole point of golf. It's the ultimate flex. Some like
1: weird side thought experiment thing that I've tried to figure out for a very long time is why basically, every single u s president has been obsessed with spending as much time golfing as they can,
0: okay, so um, I've heard
1: some theories about that too, I've heard some like, theories,
0: but they're from like kind of crazy people, yeah, so I'm yeah. not sure how much credence to give them. One theory I heard exactly. that sounded somewhat reasonable was that it's all about betting on golf that's that's
1: so that's the main one I've heard too, yeah. Um, So you get like a lobbyist type to go golfing with you and then you bet on it and they throw the game. And then suddenly it's not like campaign funds. Yeah. It was a form of gambling and it gets like just shoved under the rug. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know.
0: I don't know if I believe that to necessarily be true. Like as far as I can tell, once you've been president, um, a lot of it is about doing talks and like doing the whole speaking tour thing after the fact Ah, uh, because you're worth like a quarter million to half a million dollars just to show up and talk. Okay. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like, you're never going to be wanting wanting for money again. Someone said skiing is more
1: expensive. Not really. Not even um, close. It, it, it can be pretty bad if you're if you're like getting a cabin up at somewhere like Whistler for extended periods of By time. By that
0: logic, you could have a cabin at some place where there's a golf course you enjoy. Um, Uh, so it's, it's not really any different and like the, the cost and remember too, I'm not talking going on some like ratty, like, you know, public golf course. When I talk about the price I'm talking about, you know, you are, you have to be a member of the club already just to have the privilege of paying for a tee time. And those places are not cheap
1: yeah like there's golf courses around us where you can go golfing for really cheap they're also 20 bucks or whatever uh, i think in the eyes of golfers just complete junk i don't necessarily know why but
0: yeah Uh, nick nick made a point of uh, messaging me to say uh golf courses are usually attached to five-star hotels heck of a lot more expensive than a cabin (laughs) yeah so there's that um and
1: Let's talk I'm equipment, sure,
0: yeah. okay? Let's talk equipment. We're going off on, like, a total freaking tangent here. So, I'm going to load up. Golf Town is the <laughs> only golf store that I'm aware of because there's one at, like, Coquitlam Center Mall. So, skiing, all right? You can easily so spend... Chat it's just like, no! <laughs> you can easily spend a grand, okay? You can spend a grand on skis, all right? Yeah. You can spend 200... Those are
1: some pretty smoking skis. Yeah, you though, can spend
0: $250 like. on gloves, like you can like a really yeah.
1: amazing top of the line snowboards like 700 yeah like you can like you don't, yeah.
0: you can spend you can get fashionable about your winter wear you know you can spend five thousand dollars or whatever you want on like your outfit but here's the thing with with hard. golf yeah, well, remember we're talking like designer, like you know, you go on if Louis Vuitton or whatever like had one a, off. It's like the one does luxury Louis brand Vuitton I'm aware of. No, do they have no a, gear? does Louis Vuitton have a ski <laughs> suit? Okay, you look that up while I have a look at. To... Okay, so meanwhile in Gulfland, one club is going to set you back seven hundred bucks. Don't forget, you need a whole bag of them, and you don't want to be that peasant, you know peasant garbage town pleb on the course that's got like you know the the kit you know that's the equivalent of showing up on a job site with a ryobi drill you know you don't do that right you want to be like the baller or whatever so you've you've got this entire bag oh oh meanwhile hold on how much does a golf bag cost right uh bags and carts
1: so just to interject yeah there is a shut up (laughs) <laughs> there is a patch ski jacket. It's called patch ski jacket. I think by patch they mean it looks like the most normal jacket in the world, and then it has a Louis Vuitton patch on the side of it. That's okay. it. Um, and there's no listed price. You have to call for an inquiry. <laughs>
0: Okay. High fashion is so stupid. (laughs) Meanwhile, this is great. I was trying to see if Louis Vuitton had a golf bag so that there was something equally stupid that you could invest in on this side. And uh, fortunately or unfortunately, I'm not sure which, I found something even dumber. This is the Andrews golf kit. Okay. Um, And initially I thought I was clicking on a golf bag because... (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Just chill. Just chill. Okay, just chill. I thought I was clicking on a bag because the price is $1,000. It turns out all it holds is... Whoops, that's the wrong thing. It turns out all it holds is a few balls and a couple of tees. So, no, you do not, in fact, get a golf bag. You just get a golf bag. Baggy. Oh,
1: my God. Oh, that. that level of consumerism just, like, insults me, I think.
0: Oh, no, wait. It turns out they do have golf bags. Here they are. Okay, there you go. So these are going to cost you anywhere from twelve dollars to $13,000. So um, there you go. There you go. And to be clear, I'm not singling out Louis Vuitton. There's other equally ridiculous... Um, there's other equally ridiculous brands that charge way too much for stuff. Uh, so, someone in the
1: chat said my ball bag is worth way more than 1000 Oh.
0: It's way more than 1000 Well, yeah. Wait, they're ball ba- Oh, no, no. He- <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. The point is, the point is no skiing is not more expensive than golf because golf yeah. is literally designed to show how much money and how much time you can waste because you have so much money and yet you don't have to work. So you have all the time in the world to spend chatting it up on the golf course in the club or whatever the case may be. Um, yeah. So there you go. That's uh, that's my hot take. That's why you should spend time talking to your engineers instead of spending time playing golf. There you go. I don't know if Bob Swan plays golf. Uh, we could find out easily enough with Google. I would.
1: I feel like I'd bet money on it.
0: Would you? Would you bet money on it?
1: I just. It's just so like pervasive in that community. Anyone with just like way too many millions probably seems to play golf.
0: I can't find, I can't find anything about golf. Why would you know though? Like, I don't know. It's not on here. It's not on here. There's no mention whatsoever. He's not like a
1: president. Like, I don't, I don't think people are going to like follow him around in that way. You know?
0: Uh, I think we would still know he's enough of a public He's enough of a public figure that we'd probably know a fair bit, a fair bit about his, uh, about his habits. Anyway, Let's move on for now. Um, This is other big news. NVIDIA allegedly is considering acquiring ARM. So this is according to reporting by Bloomberg. um, NVIDIA has approached SoftBank, ARM's parent company, regarding a possible takeover deal, although other bidders may emerge as well. SoftBank purchased ARM Holdings in 2016 for $32 billion, which has been sort of... um, Sort of doesn't look like a great deal at this point. Uh, I think they're doing about 300 million in profit per year at the moment, which means your 32 billion is going to take you an awful long time to make back if they even want to get what they paid for it. Um, and they're hoping to either earn a return on the investment by publicly listing ARM or by selling it to the highest bidder. Uh, they had a SoftBank had a formula. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, So there are some challenges here because there's definitely a a lot of firms that might say, oh, wow, it would sure be nice to own ARM instead of just licensing the technology. Uh, The initial reaction from a lot of people online was like, oh, you know, maybe Apple should just acquire ARM. But that would be a regulatory nightmare. I mean, for Apple to own the licensor of the technology that is fundamental to the survival of, I mean... Okay, which of Apple's competitors would not consider their ARM license to be essential to their survival at this point in time?
1: Uh, Basically everyone? And and I suspect if it was coming down to a legal thing, they would find a way to claim that regardless.
0: You know? So, that rules out Apple, realistically. Uh, That rules out, I mean, really anyone else like that. So that rules out your Samsungs and Huawei's of the world. Now, if Arm was a Chinese company, there'd be nothing that would prevent uh, the Chinese government from just kind of coming in and saying, oh yeah, sure, Huawei, you can acquire Arm. And then, you know, haha, take that, the West. Um, But uh, Arm would still be subject to... um, Regulators in the UK, because that is where they're based. So there's no way that a Western power like the like the UK is going to say, "Oh yeah, sure, China, uh, why don't you just have all the intellectual property?" So don't see don't see that happening. Um, Nvidia was pitched as one that might try to make a play. So Nvidia definitely utilizes ARM technology, but they're not. Um, Very nice, Luke, by the way. Very nice, LTTstore.com. The big water bottles are selling like crazy right now, guys. They're awesome. So the sea shipment is not arriving for a few more weeks. Um, We had a big uptick in orders during that last stream, and I think we are probably going to be out of stock of some of the more popular colors within the next uh, few days to a week. So if you guys want to make sure you get the color that you want, I would definitely go to LTTstore.com, get an order in for the 40-ounce water bottle, uh, maybe grab a stealth hoodie or whatever while you're at it. Um, it's been it's yeah. been
1: infectious in my house. Literally everyone here uses one daily. <laughs> nice,
0: nice. Like it's yeah. It's, it's the right it's size now. Games. We should have done a bigger one earlier. We definitely should have. The,
1: the little one still has a place. Absolutely, yeah. in your
0: bike, one like in your bike yeah. water bottle holder or whatever. Yeah, or um, on the go. But the sure. the big one, like I only take the big one when I go to play badminton and stuff. Now it's it's a huge yeah. difference. Um, yeah. Anyway, so. NVIDIA does license ARM technology. They use it for their like self-driving car platform, stuff like that. Uh, they use it in their Switch chip. But they also don't license it in any spaces where they are directly competing with customers, at least not in a significant way. So if I'm Apple, I'm not real stoked on NVIDIA acquiring ARM. Those two do not exactly have a great relationship but the good news is that Apple's license, ARM does offer a perpetual license for their uh, for their instruction set. So uh, Apple has a perpetual one for that. They're already using their own custom silicon. So they don't even just use uh, ARM's, you know, standard cortex cores or anything like that. So it probably makes no difference to them whatsoever going forward. You know, what Who owns ARM? Uh so that yeah. was that was sort of some of the the back and forth that was going on over this deal. Uh I I honestly just don't know I don't know I kind of don't really know why anyone would want it. Like if you're if the revenue is so low compared to what SoftBank is probably expecting to get for it, how could it be how could it be worthwhile unless you see Arm, you know, kind of going to the moon in the next 5 years, but they're going to be under significant pressure from risk 5, like if anything Arm might have peaked. Peak, peak arm, you know? Yeah. Risk
1: five will be interesting if it really does pop off. Um, but I think, I think controlling that space has value. You can always change licensing fees as well. Like they could make it profitable in like a somewhat predatory way.
0: But if they tried to do that, they'd put themselves at much greater risk of being overtaken by risk five as it is if the, if the yeah. licensing stays inexpensive and there's just no reason to use anything other than arm will they maintain their position speaking oh, of
1: that would be a really really long-term play but i guess if you tried to maintain that until the point where risk five maybe gets outpaced then you could increase rates later but that's really long-term
0: play T Edge says, You're missing the whole point of golf. I do it with buddies to have a good time while sharing a couple beers. My bro does to relax from anxiety. That's basically what I said. It's a waste of time. And to be clear, like, you know, by that logic, you know. Relaxing
1: spend- isn't tight. And like it's if if they suffer from from rather severe anxiety, relaxing is not a waste of
0: Sure. How about this? It's not productive. There.
1: What and if I, and I'm not productive if every moment of the day makes you less productive than if you would have just relaxed and then not had the anxiety.
0: Yeah, yeah, so that's fine. You could have a net benefit from it. I'm not saying there's no health or psychological benefits to it. I already said it was fun. It's just there there are much more um efficient ways to have fun as well. That's all. That's all that's all that's all all I'm gonna that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say about it. I'm not I'm not getting drawn back into this. What I am getting (laughs) drawn back into is this message from our sponsor, Backblaze. Nice. 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 Backblaze is simple. Okay. Unlimited cloud backup for Macs and PCs for just six dollars a month. They've restored over thirty five billion files, and you can back up docs, music, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all the data whatever you want. You can restore your files anywhere by directly downloading them from the web using their app, or you can even restore by mail. They will put all your files on a hard drive, ship them to you, and you copy them to whatever you want, send the drive back, you get a refund. So don't wait. Backblaze is a way to safeguard your digital data as opposed to analog data. I don't know, whatever. Don't worry about it. Don't overthink it. You can get a 15-day free trial at backblaze.com when. So go there, play around with it, See if you like it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. You will be kicking yourself for not spending $6 a month if you ever lose a bunch of precious memories like you know, baby photos or whatever the case may be. Speaking of photos, display. Disc plates are magnet mounted prints that go on your walls, your ceiling, wherever the crap you want to put them. They're durable and you don't need any power tools to hang them. They've got over 800,000 different arts spanning a bunch of different styles and influences. And with their easy magnetic mounting, there's no holes in the wall and they're easily replaceable. You know, if someone comes along and just to mess with you, you know, tilts all your photo, all your tilts all your disc plates, you can tilt them back real easy styles. And they plant one tree for every display purchased. We even have our own line of displays. You can go to display.com slash Linus Tech Tips to check those out. And uh, if you want to save 15% on a display, you can go to lmg.gg slash Displate when. Finally, the show is brought to you by Private Internet Access. Just go get it. It's PIA. It's PIA. What are you waiting for? Lmg.gg slash PIA when. <laughs> they now have WireGuard. it guards your wires. I don't have official talking points. So I'm just like, yeah, try it risk free for 30 days with the money back guarantee. <laughs> 10 devices at once. It's a VPN. What do you want from me? You can put Torrent all your, Torrent all your
1: You know, totally yep. off the VPN topic. Yeah. Um, okay. We're not, back, not back to the show now. i not conversating about that at yep. all. Yeah. Uh, there was a Twitter thread a while back um, where someone took their their free time during COVID while they were stuck at home and figured out the exact viewing order of every single to the second part of every single movie in the Marvel MCU. And I realized Marvel, Marvel, you know, yeah, whatever. Marvel okay. MCU, um, more explanatory that way. Uh, they, they figured out how you would have to watch it to watch every single part of that thing in chronological order.
0: Right. Because just to be clear, guys, if you don't know this already, some of the movies actually have scenes that flash back or flash forward or that are taking place at the same time. Um, so to watch every scene in order is does that supercut exist? Uh it does. What would that be? That would that would be like a terabyte. That would more. It's, it's, would it's be
1: only like... in 1080p, I think. I think it's like if I remember correctly, I think it's like forty something hours.
0: That's hilarious. I wouldn't. They're I wouldn't. Absurd. I wouldn't download that because I don't actually. I don't actually own all the Marvel movies. Most of them, well, I've obviously only seen you once. you Couldn't because it would be
1: pirating.
0: Hmm. Not if I own them all, and I don't care. I mean, I've talked about right. that on the show before. If I own all the Blu-rays, I, I'm whatever. I'm. A, I'm a just. I mean, 1080p. I. Whatever. I'd download might it. Might flag you unless you have PIA. Uh, I don't know what you're talking. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about either. It doesn't matter. we on po- a different. Topic. Yeah, the point is, I, 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 wouldn't download it. I don't have all the Marvel movies. Most of them, I have only seen one time in the theater. That was it. Like they're I, like I, I haven't even seen most of them one time. <laughs> I, I do love them. I love me a good superhero <laughs> flick. I enjoy them. But it's like I, it's like yeah. brain it's like brain off, brain off yeah. ship go boom time for me. Like the amount <laughs> yeah. the amount of analysis <laughs> that some people do on MCU movies is like wow. I, it would have to be Star Wars for me to actually care this much. And yeah. I don't even care about that anymore. Like I'm, I'm so over. And it. I'm
1: sure there there are people that, that care that much Man. about those. Like I just I, I cared about them for the first while. The original Iron Man was like really awesome when it came out um and like i'm sure they've just gotten bigger and better over time but like i'm just i just don't care anymore i don't go see them anymore they're so they feel so cookie cutter now i I don't know i I still enjoy enjoy, uh, i still enjoy me some loki some loki for dark fate or whatever the like really comedic one You
0: know, a lot of people regard that, which one, which one's the super comedic one? It's the second one, right?
1: I think so. The second Thor
0: movie? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I quite enjoyed it. A lot of people regard it as like the worst MCU movie. I think they're bananas. (laughs) Um, There's definitely, (laughs) definitely worse ones. But anyway, anyway. Or Ragnarok. Yeah, Ragnarok. I quite enjoyed Ragnarok. Didn't didn't take itself too seriously. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I forget what I was I forget what I was talking. Oh, yeah, right. I was This is like the least popular part of Wan show. Guys, just stick around. We'll talk about tech again in a minute. Just bear with me, okay? <laughs> Star Wars. So, nice. I was just reading like these are books that I read as a as a young teen and um as a young adult and sorry, as a teen and as a young adult. Um so I was already like familiar with the stories, but I was like reading the like biography like uh, summary on Wikipedia for whatever reason for Jason Solo a retconned, okay. uh, expanded universe character or extended yeah. universe. I forget if it's extended or expanded. It doesn't matter. Both fundamentally the same thing. Um, let's say expanded. Okay. So an EU character and I was reading through it and I just, I had to put it down because I was Maybe just like, sad. this is so much better. So much more interesting. This is so much I, more. I, I
1: bet you to a, to a big
0: degree. Cause that was a Timothy Zahn character, right? Uh, Jason Solo. I can't remember. I want to say I want to say yes. And then the ones that I really, uh, I really enjoyed when I was quite young were the Young Jedi Knight series, um, about their adventures while they're while they're training. Uh, so that's Kevin Anderson and uh, Rebecca. What's her name? I can't remember. Um, anyway, anyway. Point is, point is, I was reading through it and I was like, yeah. You know what? This is pretty trashy B tier literature. If we're being honest about it, you know, this is this is not. Sure. It, the, a lot it, of the Star Wars books were kind of. Yeah, yeah, this out. it's 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 sci-fi. You know, let's be honest, yeah. sci-fi is never gonna be. It's never gonna win you an Oscar. You know, um, not
1: Dune. Exactly, it's,
0: exactly, yeah. exactly. So, I was reading through it, going like, yeah, it kind of reads like a soap opera, but like that was the whole point. Star Wars was supposed to be space opera. Like plot twist, that he's his father. You know, like, come on. But that's what made it great. And so yeah. the, the, the the biography of this character is like, you know, and then he was kidnapped and then he had to go here and then there was a, an assassination attempt and then this and then that. And it's like, nobody lives a life that's that exciting, but that's fine. It's fine. And it's way better than wimpy boy, brat, angry, tantrum, Kylo Ren, he like, made me red. I'm going to break the computer.
1: <laughs> That's like my favorite
0: scene. He's literally the angry German kid, okay? <laughs> Do you know that meme? I think so.
1: The Where he smashes the computer, right? When playing Counter-Strike? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Are you going that far back? Yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: okay. yeah. Hold on. Where's the original? Here we go. Here we go. Hold on a second. Let's get this display. All right, that's Kylo Ren in a nutshell, okay? Take that to the bank. Ah, brilliant. Google just signed me out in the middle of, like, live streaming. Thank you. I didn't need access to my important document anyway so I can actually talk about tech news now. I don't I, – I think you cut
1: it off before he, like, really goes ham. Yeah, He, like, smashes his keyboard. I think he, like, uses – like, it gets crazy. Um, as far as I've heard in, in later years, oh, it, was, it was all staged. Yeah. hundred percent fake. I mean, when I was on. a kid, I, I was convinced he was that passionate about that game. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: That's a classic right there. That's you know Ky- what?
1: Maybe when you're a kid, you might be convinced that Kylo runs a good character.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. That, <laughs> oh, wow. That's a, oh, I hadn't even thought about it that way. Kylo and Jar Jar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, Darth. Darth Jar Jar would have been a better character.
0: You see all the rumors circulating that Kathleen Kennedy is going out and George Lucas is coming back in. Dude, that would be so sick. I don't even think it would. I think it might. I, it's easy. Really? It's easy to say, "Oh, I want George back," while we don't have him. But I think I want, we're gonna I get want him more back. Dave no, Maloney. we're gonna get him back, and it's gonna be like a dedicated movie about the whorls or whatever. And we're gonna be oh, like, "What the fuck is yeah. this shit?" <laughs>
1: I think I think if he came back and who was actually at the helm was Dave Filoni. Yeah, but like creative. The problem of, is uh, yeah. the problem is that... because like George Lucas helped with the Clone Wars. He yeah. helped with a lot of the character direction. He, he, he helped with a lot of the, like the rules of that uh, uh of that series. Like he had a lot of influence on that. But but it was ran by different people. And I think if that was kind of the direction that it went in, I think it would be good because his some of his creative vision, some of his character creation stuff like that is really good. Um, That's true. I love I don't his hear creativity about the Wills or the, the worlds. The yeah, we can we can uh, we can I, not go that direction.
0: I love his creativity. I yes. hate it when he writes dialogue. Um, yes. I hate it when he is stubborn about things. Uh, and can admit that he made a mistake that's something yeah. that really seems to have become or was always i don't know like a flaw in his character at some point or another like he uh he kind of retconned the trade federation because it was just kind of complicated and didn't really make any sense in clone wars but it's like okay can you just can you just say it was a mistake then like can we yeah. so it just you just end up with continuity that doesn't make any sense whatsoever and it's like well who cares anyway i guess is some people's attitude but a lot of people that's sort of the point a lot of people care yeah. um okay let's talk about at&t scaring customers into buying new phones there's a squirrel on my roof um earlier this <laughs> week at&t decided it was a good time to send out an email blast claiming that many customers phones are not compatible with their new network and that they would need to replace them to continue receiving service the email conveniently does not include what the actual change is or when it will take place but is worded very urgently Some users even posted on the AT&T forum, wondering if it was a scam. Uh, I've actually got... It uh, looks
1: like one, to be honest.
0: It does kind of look like one. Update needed. We'll soon be upgrading our network to use the latest whatever, whatever. So if you click the learn more, it reveals a support article detailing the shutdown of their, get this, 3G network. Which isn't even happening until (laughs) February 2022. That is 18 months from now. Yeah. So, with the 3G network shutting down, you're not going to be able to use your um, iPhone 3GS, I guess, on the AT&T network. I don't think too many people are still using those. Uh, AT&T will whitelist. uh, Was this sent out to everyone, though?
1: Or was this only sent out to people using phones that are not compatible? Because I think it would just be people using phones that aren't compatible.
0: Your device, it was sent out to people that it's not compatible, that it's not going to be compatible with. But they've got eighteen months. Eighteen months oh, is oh for sure. But if you're still using eternity. a three
1: GS now, you might not care. That's true. You know? But like, like my the, point the, is, like an eighteen month yeah. update cycle might be pretty standard for a lot of people. But if you're still on a three GS it's not
0: i just mean clearly it's you're not in a hurry to have the latest and greatest so you might as well wait until the day before they drop the support then i just think 18 months is an awful lot of time and it's not particularly urgent that's all i'm trying to say doesn't seem urgent One thing i'm
1: interested in is yep. that really what a like a 3gs era phone would look like, like the ui I know literally all we can see is like the top notification bar. Oh no, the swipe up. Neither of those are correct, unless these were like forwarded to someone else.
0: I'm actually not sure. It could be to the account holder, and maybe they have like a, a kid or something. Phone. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's okay. on their account or whatever. There's a hundred reasons you might have this on a different device. That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the email also detailed how AT and T makes getting a new device online easy, and they even offer free shipping. <coughs> Yay. Uh, There's one other thing we promised to get through. Uh, This was posted by Pickles, Lord of the Jar, on the forum. The original article is from Ars Technica. More than 1,000 unsecured databases so far have been permanently deleted in an ongoing attack that leaves the word meow as the only calling card. The attack first came to the attention of researcher Bob Diachenko on Tuesday when he discovered a database that stored user details of the UFO VPN had been destroyed. UFO VPN had already been in the news that day because the word-readable database exposed a wealth of sensitive user information.
1: (sighs) And In in a lot of ways, and there is a note here that says, is this like vigilante justice that calls the herd and makes it stronger? In a lot of ways, if what this person or group is doing is going around and deleting databases and just leaving the meow calling card instead of copying them or trying to sell them or doing something like that, Yeah, maybe. Like, that sucks that your database just got deleted, but at least it didn't get looted, which would be way worse, unless it was looted and deleted. Diachenko
0: said, I think in most cases malicious actors behind the attacks do it just for fun because they can and because it's really simple to do. Ouch.
1: I think that's probably true in a lot of ways for a lot of these different types of um, hacks in general.
0: Get shrekt. All right, we got to get through a couple super chats before I have my uh, badminton session. Uh, Robert Mail says, "If Intel releases seven nanometer before the end of 2022, I'll eat whatever LTT store hat you guys have out at that time. I'm going to make sure we have a sombrero, Robert. A big one, big sombrero." You need, you need to set like a calendar reminder for this. Hold that guy to it. Uh, Miat says, "Re YouTubers complaining about cancel culture. Linus, you're a good dude who treats all with respect. You have nothing to worry about. I have not been respectful to every person at every point in my life." And actually, there was a very good point brought up by Tasty PC um, about a, a WAN show segment that I did that was not very respectful. And I'm not going to defend anything I did. I, Looking back on it, there are definitely things that I can see where I was thinking but did not express correctly. I definitely thought that by highlighting the channel at all, we were driving exposure to her. You know, the, I, I wasn't, you know, trying to, to undermine her as, as like, I, I wouldn't basically my policy then and now is anyone I don't respect or anyone that I don't want to grow, I will not don't discuss, even say don't their well. name. Yeah. I, I will not invoke their name because I'm in a position where if I mention them, they win. If I say something and that's, positive, that's, that's, they win.
1: That's true of uh, yep. like modern social stuff as a whole. You look at a lot of different other sections like the computer hardware people seem to stay very much away from this yeah. but a lot of other sections of youtube create intentionally fake orchestrated drama absolutely all the time because it drives uh viewership and subscriptions and 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 traction across all channels involved um so like not talking about someone is a it's a much more effective way of Getting them
0: to go away. So I'm not gonna defend it. I was rude and it was wrong. Um, yeah, I apologized. I apologized to my wife too, because I was like, that was that was pretty rude, not just to Lauren, but in general. Um, you know, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have your husband out there like being rude because I I mean obviously she's not responsible for my actions, but I think, you know, when you're no. when you're life partners, you reflect on each other. Yeah. There, there's nothing you can really do about it. So um, yep, I, I've, I've dealt with it, but, uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't right. And, uh, hopefully I, mean, anyway, the point is I'm just saying, no, I'm not perfect. Nobody is. So thankfully Lauren was a class act about it. And, uh, you know, thanks to her for that. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Uh, Tommy Gunn says, will there be another scrapyard war secret shopper or tech showdown? Um, secret shopper confirmed today. Uh, D brand is going to be our sponsor. There you go. It's happening. Nice nice uh pro secret Go-
1: chopper was really cool so that's exciting
0: it's gonna be awesome pro Gogurt, uh can you do a video using liquid metal in a 2080 ti um based on the timing probably not maybe stay uh maybe we'll wait for something else to come out um not that i know anything i actually don't uh but there are lots of rumors and usually when that's that happens it's uh yeah. yeah ian melzer does the new 40 ounce ltt water bottle fit in the side pocket of the moss pack grande has it been tested i ooh, i think nick posted about it on twitter don't quote me on that one, though. I think he did. If you tag him, he should be able to let you know. Uh, Shadow says, first time catching the WAN show live. Would love a what would Intel do merch item. I don't think we're going to do that. I don't think. D- to be clear, I we still work with Intel. We still love. All of our contacts at Intel are all great. Like, we love working with Intel. It's just the people who are making decisions yeah. that are not talking to the people we work with. That's the problem. That's where they I run have, into trouble.
1: I have people that I would consider friends at yep. Intel that I think are super cool. We have a I sick, love
0: hanging out with. We have a sick new sponsored series coming with Intel. Uh, Intel is sponsoring 24 videos where we are going to be going through one by one, once a month, and doing 5000 US dollar setup upgrades with the LMG staff. Wow. Yeah. Like... Jeez. Yeah. And the, that's pretty cool. And they're even being like crazy chill about the Intel inclusions. We don't have to we don't have to talk about Intel constantly or anything like that. They're like, no, we just you know if you want to use uh, if you want to use the products, that's great. All we care about is that some Intel technology is somehow central to the experience they're trying to have. And with our staff, that's easy. So Anthony is going to be the first one. We actually shot that today. It's going to be a home theater slash VR gaming setup. So, obviously, the PC's at the heart of it. He went with the Core i5. He really liked it for its high clock speeds for VR gaming, which is critical for VR. Um, he got, a, like, a new Apple TV, great big Vizio TV. Uh, he got a soundbar. It's it's absolutely sick. It's going to be a great video. So, it's basically me just, just me and Anthony, like, shooting for four hours. Um, yeah, you guys will enjoy it. But... There's great guys at Intel that like really get it and know how to make great content, engage with the community. It's just the ones, it's the bad apples. It's the bad apples. Dinkafox, many shows ago, someone wrote a letter asking you to fix the lower third. You interpreted it as the hexagon logo being cut off by a pixel, but I believe the letter was actually asking to fix the pixel that isn't covered on the right side. Oh, probably. I'm sorry. I can't look at that right now. (laughs) 225perfect says, uh, golf is a good walk spoiled popularly attributed to Mark Twain, but was first used in 1948 and Twain died in 1910. Still a good quote. Yeah, indeed. Oh, Oh, man. Okay. What else we got here that I should probably go through? Tia just says, you're missing the whole point. Oh, we talked about this one. Nope. Forget it. Landon says, love the cardboard case video. Thank you. We loved it too. We actually had a lot of fun making that. Um... Da, 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 da. I think Possess Layered Living offering Dell's Payback. Oh, man. Andrew Wilhelm says Jason had an incredible story arc, and Luke's EU story arc was light years ahead of Disney's take. Insert Look at the way they massacred my boy meme. Absolutely. Pretty much, yeah. Man, they could have been like, with all that EU stuff, they could have just been making epic movie after epic movie for years and years and years. And they just, they just didn't. They were just like, let's see how hard we can screw this up. Thanks, qwerty Twenty Two Gambit
1: stuff? Like, the uh, Clone Wars Gambit? Did you read any of those books?
0: I, you know, it's been so long. I don't they're, think I they're did. They're
1: basically stories of, like, Anakin and Kenobi just going out and doing, like, really cool... And you know what? Maybe they're not the best written books ever, but the the like premise of the storyline and the mission and stuff that they're were on were usually actually really cool yep. and there were these like one off like really intense missions that usually just Anakin and Kenobi maybe some other side characters and whatnot yep. would go on and i i really enjoyed them um yeah opinion on bad batch news yeah there's a there's a new tv show i believe in 2021 coming which is based around the bad batch the the that group of clones um i'm super stoked about it sounds like it's being led by if i remember correctly dave filoni um i think it's going to be freaking fantastic um that's the type of direct dave filoni leading things is like the type of direction i want things to go in i really liked the clone wars animated series uh and i i ahsoka fantastic she's a wonderful character she, she probably has a decent amount to do with this that would be cool i don't know yeah it's exciting
0: Um, this is a $200 super chat from Le Quebecois Glacé, uh, the frozen Quebecer. I wonder if you've seen the leaks about the Oculus Quest 2. Uh, no. So I'm looking at it now. There you go. Facebook's first new lens since Go, apparently. So that's pretty cool. Integrated audio. As long as it doesn't suck. Valve's integrated audio is excellent. Evidence mounting through the year. All right. Well, apparently there might be a new Quest. That would be pretty sick quest is pretty sick i'm into it all right that's it for the wan show thank you for tuning in guys we'll see you again next week same bat time same bat channel bye time to go play some batty singles get my butt kicked by a girl it's gonna be great (laughs) i'm actually excited i'm gonna have two really good matches today that's awesome yeah
1: my switch.